0: for tuning in. Today, I'm excited to share with you a three-part series that was done on Facebook Live. It was done with a good friend of mine and fellow coach, Natalia Diane. And In this three-part series, we explore the masculine and feminine dynamics and how they show up in both ourselves, our relationships, and in business so if you are tuning in just know that this is a live recording from facebook some of it is pretty good most of it is actually pretty good uh, quality there are a couple glitches as i am here in india and she's halfway across the world in america thank you so much for tuning in and i look forward to hearing your thoughts and insights in this information we've provided adios
1: Hi everybody. Uh, what day is it? Happy Tuesday. (laughs) Happy Tuesday night. Um, I am so excited to be here with, with you guys. Um, we're going to get, bring Amanda on in just a second. Um, but I just, uh, This is going to be an amazing three-part series with Amanda. We are going to dive deep into how to elevate your 2019 experience, and uh, we're going to talk about deepening our connection with ourselves, our businesses, and our relationships. Cannot wait to uh, go deep here. So Amanda, let's bring you on, babe. Um, Let's see. How do I? It's like I forgot how to do this. Approve. There we go. And we're waiting. I hope everybody is having an amazing January. Hi, gorgeous. Hello! Oh, I love your hair. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's beach hair. It's I, beach. It's, it's
0: not unwashed beach hair. <laughs> oh my God! That's
1: <laughs> that's the best hair.
0: <laughs> it really is. I agree. I agree. How are you? Oh, I am good. I'm tuning in from India. If you guys can see, I might even be able to give you like a little tour here of the of the grazing cattle in the backyard, uh wow. the jungle here.
1: Oh my God! So yeah, where in India are you?
0: I'm in a place called Goa.
1: Okay, cool. All right.
0: So, Arambol, Goa. Yeah, it's actually been interesting. It's lovely that we can have this live. There's been a lot of internet issues. So, now that the internet dust storm has uh, settled, now I'm here and I'm live with you and I'm so exactly, so excited to be tuning in with you oh my all the way from I'm across the world. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> I was
1: thinking about how incredible technology is now that we can actually do this. Like, that I get to see your face and we get to have this conversation and that you're literally... A, On the other side of the world so it's pretty amazing yeah Um, so I was gonna ask you um well I guess this is the first time we're seeing each other live this is crazy too this is actually the first time we're seeing (laughs) each other over video which is really amazing Um, but I'm really so guys just to kind of give you some background on how this whole thing started um, I found Amanda through a another friends live video and she was just dropping some serious, serious truth bombs. And so we I, we connected, and I was like, girl, I love your message. Um, I want to connect with you. Let's talk. And from there, it's just sort of been magic. And we've really been kind of in this state of flow, talking about all these um, truths that have been coming to us over the last, you know, the end of 2018 and 2019, the beginning of 2019. So I'm really excited to explore this with you. And also, just to kind of get feedback from everybody on um, – She says, I can't like this post. Just to get feedback from everybody on what their experience has been like transitioning into the new year. Um, But to kind of give a background and introduce myself, um, I'm Natalia, for those of you guys who don't know me yet. Um, And I do business and life coaching. And I'm here to basically try and elevate. It's really important for me to help people gain a deeper sense of understanding of themselves in their experience so they can show up in a way that feels both connected and aligned with what, where they are within their lives. And so I, that's also why I was attracted to you, Amanda, because your work is also powerful in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so, and I, I'm Amanda Bickham, for those of you who don't know me. Um, thank you, guys. I see that we have some mutual friends here. I'm really excited to be joining with you. It is amazing to be able to have these conversations. So Natalia and I connected through, as she said, a friend's Facebook lives, and it was immediately when we connected, there was like this absolute synchronicity, this absolute resonance. And we started having, sorry, the cows are having a fun time in the (laughs) background. They're loving,
1: they like the message.
0: (laughs) They're cheering, they're cheering. Oh geez. Um, But anyways, yeah, it's amazing to be able to, to have this connection and to be able to channel with you guys alive here and talk about some really powerful topics um, that both are coming up a lot in both of our lives. Um, For those of you who don't know, I am also a coach as well. I primarily work with men and helping them really find alignment. So a lot of people are in this old story, which we're going to talk a lot about today, this Mm -hmm. old story, this old structure, this old paradigm of how things are supposed to be and what things are supposed to look like and what you're supposed to do. And many people are following that and really feeling disconnected. They're feeling disconnected from their vitality, from their body, from their passion, from their purpose. And so a big part of my work is, again, primarily with men, but helping them realign with what is my truth? What Mm. is my purpose? What is my passion? And how do I truly begin to step more into my power as I continue to show
1: up for myself and, Mm. and for the world? I love that. So I didn't know that you work primarily with men. So that's, Mm. that's really powerful. I'm curious as to how you were brought to that work.
0: Yeah. So it's really interesting. My background is in nutrition and detox and specifically gut health. So I had a lot of skin issues and some gut-based issues and I created an online detox program. And before that I was a teacher, San Francisco yoga teacher, Berkeley area yoga teacher. And Um, I would always just be really curious at why the majority of my students and my clients were women. Like, Mm. um, when I was in the yoga studio, of course, primarily women, then when I even started doing nutrition consulting, um, primarily women, Mm. my detox, primarily women. And I just started asking myself why, Mm. why is it? And then I started asking my peers, not, not only other nutritionists, but also coaches as well as naturopathic doctors. Like what is your female to male ratio? And what I started learning was that the majority of people, they have a higher female-to-male ratio. Mm. And then after that, I started asking why. Why is it that there are more women in these practices of maybe personal growth or or connecting to their body or or seeking help than there are men? And when I started asking my peers, and I've always been the type of person to have more men, um, male friends than, than women. right. And when I started asking my peers, they said, look, we're taught a story. Grow up, Johnny, toughen up, don't be a pussy, big boys don't cry, Um, you're weak, get back out there. And so I started realizing that, you know, in this self-development and personal growth world, yes, there are, you know, there are definitely men. And I'm not saying that men aren't ever out there. Of course there are. But they're they're not as inspired or held to the fact that it's okay, you know, because we have this story of it makes you less of a man if you need help or you're weak. And so mm. when I started really looking at this and I was hosting women's circles before and now I host men's circles because a lot of men were saying, where are our support? Like I yes. want to be held and supported mm. and seen by other brothers. And so I said, well, listen, there's no spaces where just men can go. And so right. last night we actually just held an online men's circle, which we've been hosting for six months now. And it's a space where men can go and show up and be honest and vulnerable and share with one another and start to deconstruct the old Mm. stories about what it means to be a man and really be open and vulnerable with brothers and get that support.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. So there's so much power in that. And I, I'm so glad that that's the work that you are doing in the world because I couldn't agree more that I feel like creating safe spaces for both. I mean, again, women naturally, I think tend to pursue that for themselves because it just comes naturally in the way that they, um, the way that we're kind of programmed, so to speak. Right. Whereas like, again, men are culturally, like you said, predispositioned and, and also brought up to sort of become self-reliant. And I have seen that in that we're women, you know, we were talking about this and what first even attracted me to your message is that it's not just women that have been suffering but that men carry deep wounds as well and that they have been you know in a lot of ways displaced and also um highly compartmentalized and so they're not fully experiencing themselves and as a result that's why we're experiencing so much tension and disconnection between the two sides you know and so really it's about healing and elevating both sides and both perspectives And i'm so thankful for having caught that message when you were saying it because I don't hear very many women who are expressing that the way that you are and um, I just think it's so it's so powerful it really is the most powerful thing
0: yeah and that's I think and coming back to that I think that was one of when we started talking a little bit about the me too movement yeah. and that's something that i feel you and i both really relate to it's like we have this huge movement which is beautiful it's so beautiful but i really believe that there's this shadow side to it as well you know like so many women are coming together and so many women are speaking their voice and so many women are standing up and i am so grateful for that because we need this light to be shown Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. and also there's a shadow side there's a shadow side of instead of pointing the finger and pointing the blame of you did this to me can we start to take responsibility and say, how have we A, allowed this to happen? B, how can we take responsibility and say, Mm. how have we taught our boys to become men? Why is there so much anger? Why is there so much irritation? What is the root cause? And can we come as the feminine from a place of compassion for ourselves and for the men and for anyone else involved in this Mm. whole situation where we're all connected either way? That's something that I feel like you and I really relate to. And that's not a lot of the responsibility of
1: women taking responsibility for part of this as well. Absolutely. And I think I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that I'm, again, I'm really glad we're just kind of diving right into this, but specifically because I do believe, again, this is, um, this is not a perspective that is being shared or represented, um, at least from this, um, again, I don't think women are fully are looking at it from this, through this lens. And I, you know, again, um, to be, to be very transparent, I've, I'm somebody who's experienced, you know, um, very toxic and dysfunctional relationships in my past with men, right? I mean, and I've, you know, again, suffered in the same in the capacities that the Me Too movement is, is representing right now. And I know that there are so many women have, who have experienced that and suffered through that. But as we shift into a space of healing, right, compassion, and also when we step into our power, we can hold space for others, right? And create that space Mm. so that others can heal as well. And I think that it's this understanding, and I know we're gonna explore this in our conversations, but it's understanding that shifting into our power is not a place of dominance, right? But it's a place of confidence. And when you're in that place of confidence, then you can be secure within yourself and trust yourself that you can hold space for anybody right Mm -hmm. and and get provide Mm -hmm. that opportunity for others to heal as you heal and so again it's not to suppress or dominate the other but to say I am so strong within myself that I trust that wherever I am I am okay and because I am okay I can hold space for you also to come into that space right so somebody um, I was just talking today that when when we are not in our power we cannot honor or respect when others are in their power right? Yes. And so as women moving into our power, we have to give true power recognizes and extends power to others, you know? Yes. And so I just think that that is, as women, that's where we should be going and heal. Yes, we need to heal, but yes, we also need to take responsibility for our part in, in all of this, right. And take, be willing to ha- take some ownership for ourselves, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more sister. And I think that that's something that. Um, as women are rising, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Everybody knows it, everybody can feel it, you can see it, it's amazing, it's beautiful. And as we are rising, so too do we need yes. to help continue to rise with the yes. men. Because yes. just as there was this patriarchy overtaking the matriarch or whatever story we want to put it on, yes. so too can the coin slip the other way. Yes. And when we come with this rage and this anger and this "you did this" and this, it's very toxic, and it's, yeah. it's toxic in a different way. Yes. And so, yes. so I think that this is this is super powerful. And yeah, like I said, like you said, glad glad that we're just kind of diving into it, right? Yeah. Away, so.
1: I'm really excited also, I think it's, for me, this just came to me as, as I was listening to you, um, to end the culture of dominance, because I think, again, we have understood power as being dominating, right? And so if we can mm-hmm. end this culture of dominance and recognize, again, that power isn't dominating but it's, it's, again, it's confident, it's secure, it's strong. It's like a tree. Like I think about a really strong tree, like a really strong tree. Like a redwood. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a redwood. Like (laughs) it's not trying to dominate and push out the other trees. It stands in its strength surrounded by the other trees, right. Connected Mm. to the other trees. Um, and so when I think about us owning and stepping into our power, I think that we are, again, we are standing strong within ourselves, but we are also again, extending that that energy outwards so that others can live within that strength too. So I'm so excited. And day one, guys, just so you know, day one is all about the self and really, again, starting to connect these pieces and really come to a sense of understanding of what it means to feel and connect with your own power and then show up in your in your life deeply connected and also deeply fulfilled. So this is like the perfect starting point for for our conversation today. <laughs>
0: this yes. This
1: amazing. Um, so let's, uh, I would love to hear from your perspective because I feel like you have such a, um, strong grasp on all of this like I think right now everybody is like um we're hearing a lot of these terms like the masculine energy the fem like oh it's the feminine it's we're coming into the feminine power and all of that or like the the time of the feminine and so um I would love to hear from your perspective like let's create a general sense of understanding of what this means and looks like because I think most people see it as like woo woo or like you know, they don't get it. Like, and so when we're talking about, I guess maybe let's create a frame of reference so that people understand when we're referring to the masculine and referring to the feminine, what we mean, um, because we're not talking about just men and just women, right? It's beyond, it goes beyond that. Like it's a deeper energetic understanding, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that this is a great place to talk. And I've, I've done a lot of these conversations and I, feel like even more of these conversations can be done because there's always more room. And if you guys have questions, by all means, feel free to let us know in the comments below and we'll do our best to get to you. Um, So the difference between male and female and masculine and feminine is the fact that we have all of us, no matter if we're male, female, or anywhere on the spectrum, we all have masculine and feminine. And masculine and feminine are not related to gender, although they tend to... Um, lean more into let's say masculine generally leans more with the male embodied folks and feminine generally leans more to the female Mm -hmm. embodied folks but what I feel like is really important is that they are energies and they have a certain set of characteristics Mm -hmm. that are attributed to these energies so for instance the the masculine energy the energy is strong It's direct. It's about structure. It's about form. It's penetrative. It's harder. Mm. And even when you think about the male body, even if you think about the penis, right? In Mm -hmm, general, mm -hmm. like to be, to be explicit, right? It it is all of those things, right? Like, and, um, when the feminine energy is is this soft, it's flowing, it's formless, it's fluid, it's creativity, it's this expansive. It's not structure and linear, right? Mm. And so both of them are so necessary for where we are and where we're going. And neither one is better than the other. And neither one is stronger mm. than the other or yeah. weaker than the other. And I feel like this has really been going to be a pivoting you know, a cornerstone to us shifting mm. paradigms because before it was like this story of a well, women are are weaker than men, right? right? They're just physically right. unable, mm. and it's like, well, well, that's bullshit because we right. both have masculine and feminine within us, right? And when we can learn to, first of all, accept both masculine and feminine within us, mm-hmm. that's number one, and I feel like this has been really challenging because. I don't believe it's repression of women. I believe it's repression of the feminine
1: within us all that Ooh, has gotten us to this place of discourse. Wow. That is beautiful. Um, okay. So I'm actually realizing I need to fix. Hold on. I need to fix something. This is so embarrassing, but my internet is, I need to connect, connect to my Wi-Fi, and then I want to dive okay. into exactly what you were just talking about. Cause that was <clears> a really strong,
0: um, oh my
1: God, hold on. Are we here together? Are we good? We're here. I'm here. We're here. Okay. They were saying we're getting some feedback that it's been a little choppy and that the video people haven't been able to connect in this message is just so important that I want to make sure everybody can is hearing us. So to that note, I think that, you know, a couple, um, a couple days ago when you and I were connecting on this, we were talking about how both you and I um, grew up as, I mean, I, I think I remember I was talking about being kind of tomboys mm-hmm. and I grew up, um, you know, I was an athlete, I played softball and I also grew up in, a, in, a, in an environment where there wasn't a father figure in the house. And because yep. there wasn't a father figure in the house and I was the oldest, I think I shifted more into that masculine role, right, or that masculine energy um, and I didn't feel like it was wrong. Like I, I never, it wasn't something that I questioned or that I felt was like, um, not that it wasn't, you know, feminine for me to be more masculine. Like I, I just, it was something that I totally embraced and totally owned, but it was called to my attention at some point. I think when I was in high school that I was, that I was seen as more as strong, right. As, as like, um, like too strong, right? Too outspoken. Like it was almost like it wasn't allowed, at least from a cultural cultural standpoint, um, for me to be in this more masculine energy. Um, And again, I never saw a problem with it. I actually quite enjoyed it, you know, and I just loved, um, for me, there was a lot of playfulness in that, you know, again, being a tomboy and in that masculine energy. And I really enjoyed it. And as I grew older, um, and also sought out maybe some energetic healing. I was able to tap more into my feminine and embrace my feminine. And now there's more, definitely more of a balance. But I think that what happens is, is we start to associate within ourselves that to be one or the other is more appropriate or less appropriate, right? That as women to be in the masculine, that somehow that makes us less less than a woman right or for a man to be more feminine somehow that makes him less than a man. And it's not again it's they're associating them with the biological understanding of it meaning that if a man again is in a feminine like expressing his feminine energy that that means he's like a woman but it's actually not associated with the biological understanding, right, of of the of the uh, the words themselves, right? And so I just think could you touch on that like from your yes, yeah. and
0: something that just came up to me is the relationship between a healthy masculine mm. and an unhealthy masculine and a healthy feminine and an unhealthy feminine. Yes, I love Those that. Those are very big differences. Mm. And what I feel like society has done it is, is created these pictures around what feminine and what masculine is and what male and what female is and put us into these boxes and these roles mm-hmm, and says, mm-hmm. this is what you need to be like in order to be, you know, Acceptable and in order to be like the best or the, the ideal model, right. but they've left out the fact that there's a spectrum. Right. And to, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so for anyone to be in in their unhealthy masculine, which there's a lot of talk about that, but there's a big unhealthy feminine side as well. Yes. And for anyone being, whether you're male or female or anywhere in that space, anyone being way too too emotional and too soft Mm. and too touchy. It's like, no matter what you do, they're just going to get upset and they're going to cry and they're going to crumble. And it's like, okay, that's unhealthy feminine. Like get, get a grip on your masculine, come into your power, like Mm. do what you need to do to reclaim some of yourself because you've given yourself away. And on on, on the unhealthy masculine side, it's like being aggressive, being assertive, being demanding, being forward, being rude, all of these qualities, especially aggression and anger, Mm. um, that is unhealthy in the masculine side. Right. Right. And so it's really important as we're shifting paradigms and as we're starting to change our relationship to what we need to be rather than trying to fit in a certain box and then rather like connecting to what our truth is, is, and this is why we really wanted to have this conversation is every single individual i don't care if you're a man or woman or anywhere in between anywhere on the spectrum everyone could greatly benefit by having an understanding and a relationship to not just an understanding but a relationship to their masculine and their feminine and just like you said i was much more in my masculine and then slowly By understanding why I was much more there because I also grew up with a single mother who was very strong and she needed to be. She needed to be the mother and the father because that's what she was, was a single mother. Right. that didn't make her less than and it didn't make her weaker yes. and, and it made me really strong and mm-hmm. in that I've been able to d- develop this understanding of okay I was leaning a little bit more here and now I would like to develop more of a relationship with my feminine. Now what are yes. those qualities and those characteristics and how can I begin to embody those now. And so mm. I think I, I I kind of went in a, in a circle there, but I'll, I'll give it back to you now.
1: <laughs> no, I love that. And I think you brought up a really great point. And again, I think it's helping people understand and identify the way we can lean into one direction or the other. And And, in a, and I think you brought up the point that you made up or you brought up earlier about basically like it's almost like men feel like they can only – show up in one way and women feel like they can only show up in this way. Right. And we're so highly compartmentalized. And I think that this is, um, kind of goes into why we're experiencing a culture right now that is so highly disconnected and so highly, um, lacking fulfillment, right? Because they're, they can, they're only giving themselves the opportunity to show up in this very limited understanding and capacity within their lives. And they don't recognize that it's something that they've been culturally conditioned to do. Right. So it's like they were born into a culture that says, this is how you need to show up. This is what this looks like. And if you're not embodying this, then you've got it wrong, right? Yeah. so I think yep. what we need to do is create a sense of understanding of like, okay, first of all, again, these energies exist within us both, right? They're universal energies, right? It's just like, um, they're like the elements, right? It's like, it's universal. Yep. And so if we can understand that we have permission to lean into both, right? Yes. No matter where yes. we are, no matter who we yes. are, no matter what biology, right, we have, no matter what our yes. genes are. We can lean into both and utilize both, again, to activate and to empower us in our lives and serve us where, wherever we are. And we talk, you brought up a great point, I think, when uh, we were talking last about, you know, if you're a, a single woman walking down a dark alley, you don't want to lean into the feminine. You want to lean into the masculine. Right? Because you are going to be more high alert, right? You are going to want to, you know, physicalize yourself in a way that shows up within the masculine, right? You are going to want to be more protective, right? And so you're going to channel that energy and you want to let, lean and leverage, lean into and leverage that energy, right? Because it serves you, right? So I think that basically helping create an understanding of what these energies look like, what they feel like. Um, and then also create, create permission to say you can utilize and leverage these energies to literally empower your life in the way that you're showing up in the world. Um, because there's, there's um, benefit, great benefits to them both. Yeah, and
0: if you, and I know we're talking about, so those of you who are just tuning in, this is part one of a three-part series. And tomorrow we're talking about uh, business, and on the last day we're talking about how these energies show up in relationships. Yeah. And, on the relationships one, you know, this is one of the thing. If you ask anyone what's your biggest challenge in a relationship, more than likely they're going to say communication. Yeah, they're going to say communication because the the woman wants to talk and wants to feel things, and she can't. Oftentimes, not always, but she can't. Oftentimes, get the 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 man to open up and to share his feelings. Right, but we've conditioned men that it's not okay to feel your feelings. Right. We've conditioned them that you need. That you cannot feel those feelings and you cannot show them and you cannot express yes, them. Right. And that's like, again, because it makes you weaker. Yes. And this is an old story. Yes. Does it make you feel empowered to feel as though there is a part of yourself that you cannot show Mm. because you cannot love yourself? Right. Right. And if it does not, then why are we still living in that story? Right. It is up to us, this new generation, who's choosing to wake up, who's choosing to become aware, who's choosing to understand the reality that we are creating our own reality right here, right now, to make the shifts necessary in order to say, okay what's the story that does empower me? Because as a woman, I don't want to emasculate you if I'm standing in my power. Right. I want you to be like, wow, hell yes, yes dude. you're, yes. Thank you so much. Because guess what I'm doing? I'm taking some of the weight off of your shoulders, which we don't hear this often. Right. But when I sit in these men's circles, a lot of the men talk about how much weight is on their shoulders, right. which how much society is expecting them to show up and what they're expecting them to do and all these things. But we don't hear that because it's, just been expected Mm, right mm -hmm. and so it's really important that as women we give space and as men we give space for for men to show and to connect to their feminine and as the masculine and other women we give space for women to stand into their masculine and realize that we're all supporting each other when we start to do this yes
1: Mm -hmm. oh my gosh so much truth and i think what you were saying about again just men recognizing first of all women recognizing the burden that men are carrying because again they don't like we started this whole video talking about there are no outlets right currently we have no resources really available for that to support them in this capacity right and now women want to be supported they want to be elevated as we're stepping more greatly into our power right but also for men like they gotta recognize it's okay. Like they, like you said, they don't need to be intimidated by a woman in her power, right? That like we can create equality and we can create balance in that way. When we say, you know what? Again, I honor and acknowledge you in your power. I know that when you are in your power, I am most safe, right? And and vice versa, right? So a man in his true power, no matter how that's showing up in that moment it creates safety for the other and the same thing as a woman shows up more greatly in her power taking full ownership and responsibility for herself right creates the ultimate amount of safety for anybody else in that space right men included and so it's almost like we need men need to start acknowledging that the strength within women right and women need to start acknowledging like that men don't always have to be strong right and just kind of giving each other a little extending each other a little bit of grace You know in that in that capacity um but i do want to go back to i guess again this whole day one is all about connecting with the self and so Mm -hmm. maybe we can start talking about how it feels right so what does it feel like to connect within the self um on that feminine to lean into the feminine right and then also what does it feel like to lean into the masculine
0: yeah. Yeah. Those are great questions. And I think, you know, one of the things for those of you who are tuning in, um, all the way to the end is we want to give you some tools and practices. Like we don't want to just this, just to be theory. We want to actually talk about these things, make you feel it, help you like really embody it and understand it conceptually, but then give you some practices to actually help you understand how you can develop a relationship to the masculine and feminine. Yes. So I think, This is, this is, is really good beginning of it. But so having a relationship and leaning into the feminine is really about trusting, right? Like when you can just, you know, when, when women, it's like, it's like love, it's like this emotion of love and everybody feels love, but it's like, I don't, women don't always have to tell you how but we just know, you know, <laughs> there's this just like, I just know it's like, I don't, I don't need to tell you. I just know it's this instinct, it's this intuition, it's this inner knowing and yes. it's also this trusting in the abundance and trusting in the flow. I don't need to tell you that it's logically going to work out this way. I just need you to trust in my ability to trust and feel and acknowledge mm. myself. Yeah. And and that's this true surrender and, and you know, also, I believe that we've been, as as many of us know, in this masculine kind of dominated energy for a while, which has all the, been about structure and yes. support and foundation. But we've had to do that. We've been trying to learn how to live on this earth for so yes. long. It's like, okay, yeah. we had to protect ourselves from animals. We had to protect ourselves from the environment. We had to protect. We had to try to make sure we had enough food to survive. Mm-hmm. We've been on this planet evolving on how we can survive. We've moved from root chakra, base level, basic necessities, then. What Once we got that kind of figured out, then we could start experimenting with population and sexuality and creativity. Mm. And then once we got that figured out, then we moved into our, you know, Manipura, our sense of power, individualism, me, my, I don't need you. I can do it on my own. And now we're starting to be like, wait a second. I can have all the money in the world. I can have all the things in the world, but if I don't have love and I don't have community and I don't have trust, I have nothing.
1: Mm. I don't have
0: this sense of fulfillment, which is where so many of us are now. And so. I believe that we've been really working with the masculine up until now, which was necessary, and now we're being asked to lean into the feminine, which Mm. is this ultimate, away from scarcity, away from the mind of if I don't do this, if I can't do this, then it's not gonna happen, into abundance, into this inner knowing that the great mother, the great mother earth she is taking care of us yes. and we can when we can let go of our fear and our need to compete and our need to fight for everyone and everything else and just trust and surrender into this inner knowing that everything is always working out then we'll be able to release a lot of this hardness this tension and surrender into this ability to connect. And I mean, even think about the imbalances where there are some people starving, like for instance in India, and other people who have billions of dollars. It's mm. scarcity. Yes. It's scarcity principle that's keeping us stuck in the old yes. way. So yes. really opening up and allowing ourselves to trust and to be in more flow. Mm. Can, to not have to, to logically make it make sense, but can we allow ourselves to be in more flow? That is where the feminine really comes Mm. in and how people can even ask themselves, am I in flow right now? Am I feeling fluidity? Am I feeling grace? Am I feeling ease? Mm. Or am I feeling resistance? Am I feeling rigidity? And am I feeling that things are hard? I'm going to ask anybody in the audience if they're feeling that they're leaning in that way. I invite you to just try to surrender Mm. and ask yourself if you can begin to shift your perspective and follow the path of least resistance instead of bigger faster harder stronger if it's not you know no pain no gain i I don't know who who that's working for if it's working for you let me know in the comments below but i know many people that it's not working
1: yeah yeah and so
0: this is again where i feel like this shift in paradigm is really coming in
1: yes absolutely so i just want to say hi first of all if you guys have any questions if this is resonating with you if you are liking this if you are loving this please drop in all the comments all the likes all the love and share this out if you feel like this is bringing you value or will bring value to others. Um, and I just wanna say hi to Anthony, Robert, Uh, what is this? Lynn, Moises, Mike, you guys are amazing. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, So for those of you guys that are just kind of joining us, this is day one of a three-part series. And we are really diving into an understanding of this shift in paradigm, so to speak, right? But from the old structures and old energies of the the hard masculine and into and embracing and surrendering into the feminine. And so one of the things, Amanda, that I think you just mentioned, this whole concept of flow and surrender. um, And then again, kind of moving away from this like hard push of the masculine also tapping into this concept of survival versus like surviving versus thriving. I think that for everything that you just mentioned about kind of how we've evolved in terms of our experience on this earth right has been about survival. We've had to focus on our survival. We've also had to learn how to navigate you know what we want our lives to look like and master the elements and you know master a sense of you know again living here cultivating life here. Um, And I think we've reached that point. Right. But now it's like we need to now that we have we are surviving, we don't need to worry about survival anymore. And now we can lean into thriving. But as we thrive again, that's where the abundance is. And so we do need to surrender into that sense of flow because abundance is is evident abundance is evident right the earth is continually keeps giving right and so we don't need to worry that there's never going to be enough we're already at what over 7 billion people like if if there we have we have abundance at our fingertips right and so we have to recognize i think that we don't need to be in that in that scarcity mindset because we've evolved past that now and to embrace this this whole idea of abundance and lean into the flow of abundance because abundance comes without effort, right? Abundance comes without effort. It doesn't, it's, a, it's a pulling, it's not a pushing.
0: And that's exactly, I can already hear some of the minds saying, yeah, but what about our natural resources? And what about, you know, we, mm. we are depleting the earth. And you're absolutely right, because we have a scarcity mindset. Mm. Because we have a scarcity mindset that there's not enough, we take more than we need, and mm. then we end up in a deficit. It is not the actual truth of the matter. It's our mindset. And that's something Mm. that's so powerful that we're beginning to wake up to is the fact that we are creating our own reality. Where attention goes, energy Energy flows. flows. So if we keep focusing on the thing that we don't have, guess what? You're going to keep creating more of it. And so it's up to us, the individuals, to every single person who is listening right here, right now, to start taking responsibility and start taking action and start asking yourself, what am I cultivating in my life that I don't want? And how can I shift my perspective into that? What I do want? I mean, it's even science and physics. If you want to go to that.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. And I think also to your point, it's like survival is projecting outward, right? It's, It's always looking outward, but thriving is looking inward, right? You're creating from within, you're taking ownership from within, you're taking absolute radical responsibility for yourself, because you know that you can. And I think when we are shifting into that space of responsibility and ownership, and again, from functioning from that space of abundance, then we learn to cultivate balance, right? Because if we know that we have all that we need, we don't need to be constantly grabbing and grasping for more, Right, then we can learn to cultivate balance and live in harmony, right? Because we really haven't been. We've again, there's been hard structure, hard survival. We're not thinking about harmon- or harmony, we're thinking about just trying to live you know and so i think at this point we can shift more greatly into this mindset of saying i don't need to hold on to and try to grasp for everything i trust that there is enough i trust that i can that we can live in balance because there is nothing but abundance around me right and i we can start creating a more harmonious and um, respectful existence with our environment, right? And then also look for solutions because solutions are also abundant, you know? Yep. And so if we are in a space where we are feeling the limitations or we are reaching the capacity of what is, is, is possible to produce, then we, there's an abundance of solutions that will allow us to move from that space. If that's what we we're, we're focusing, right? If we're looking to the solutions and not just continuing to focus on the problems and the lack that is being that is being perceived because of the problems. So I, I just, mm-hmm. I really appreciate everything that you're saying in that context. And I think that it's um, a great opportunity now for us to talk kind of about what the end of 2018, because I think you and I both felt like we were really kind of being, at least for me, it really felt like I was, a part of me was just being pulled away from me. Like I was just wanting to, uh, literally yeah. I was just feeling this tr- huge transition. And so I would love to kind of explore what the energy um, that transitional energy has felt like, right? And what closing the chapter for 2018, moving into 2019 um, and leaning in and surrendering to flow and abundance. And again, moving into that intuition and energetic um, embracing of the feminine. Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: Yeah. I think this is something that can really resonate with a lot of people. So a lot of, a lot of the clients that come to me are, are dealing with stress and burnout. And this is something
1: mm-hmm. you and I yes. talked about. Yes.
0: <clears throat> and I've been hearing. So one of the things that I do is I just tune in. I listen. I listen a lot to what my clients are saying, to what people around me are saying. And I'm tuning into the collective consciousness, whether I'm talking yeah. to people in Sweden or here in India or back mm-hmm. in America, there's mm-hmm. generally a theme mm-hmm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. And one of the themes for 2018 that you and I talked about was, This doing, 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 again, scarcity mindset. Mm. I need to do more. I need to have more like really business focused, really like, you know, this one direction, one lane focus. Yeah. Very Mm -hmm. masculine. Mm -hmm. And then realizing where the imbalance was. Mm-hmm. that there was an imbalance in our relationship because we were having more anxiety because we were having more stress because we were feeling like there wasn't like almost like we were just like so busy keeping up mm. and towards the end both you and I said look we love giving content we love sharing we love being there for people but the one number one most important person that we need to be there for is ourselves yes and we mm-hmm. need to set better relationships boundaries and this is something yes that I've done in my own personal Facebook. Many of you who are messaging me, you'll know that I have an assistant now helping me because I needed to set more boundaries between who I could communicate with and, yeah. and, and what my relationship to work was, because it was like, I felt like I was always having to answer emails and always having to answer messages and always wanting, and that became overwhelming. And yeah. so one of the things I think it was interesting both you and I had was this realization that we had been going, 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 super hardcore in the masculine, realizing that when we finally stopped and took a look at the past year or a couple years, how really imbalanced it was and how it didn't really make us feel really good, And then from this space, asking ourselves, and here's another thing, you guys, the masculine is operating from the the mind. Masculine Mm -hmm. is definitely more mind operated Mm -hmm. and feminine is more feeling operated. So when we created this space to actually allow ourselves to feel, we could ask ourselves the question, how did that feel? And it was like, actually, that didn't feel super nourishing. Okay, so how can I change the way that I thought I had to do things or show up or, you know, all the things and really come more into alignment with what feels good? Because ultimately, this is another old story, an old paradigm I feel like we're moving out of, is I'm going to do this thing because this is what someone told me that I needed to do. This is what logically everybody else is doing to wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. I'm only doing that thing because what I think what it's going to make me feel. What about moving from the feeling first? What makes me feel good is X, Y, and Z. Therefore, I'm going to move in the direction of my feeling instead of the direction of my mind thinking that's going to give me the feeling. Mm. What about moving from the feeling? And so that big shift was really, okay, wait, creating time and space, looking and reflecting, asking ourselves what we were doing that we were doing because of what you know, we were told or what everybody else was doing or whatever tuning into the feeling, having a death of the ego really for me, at least it was like this death of like the stories and the labels and the, who I thought I was and how I needed to show up. Yeah. And then re embodying moving from a space of feeling moving from it. Like you said, you were like, wow, like I've really, I had to step back from everything. It's like, I don't want to be tied like a leash to my emails (sighs) and I don't need to, and I'm not going to, you know?
1: Well, and I think that there's this understanding of how we should be showing up this whole idea of should I should be doing this I should be doing that I should be producing this much content I should be creating like this I should be building my business this way I should be showing up in my business this way blah 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 right the should the should and also again the sense of how of constant production and again that's a very masculine we've been in that energy because we've needed to produce um, for, for that in that space for a really long time but I know for myself And I love that you're bringing up feeling because this is something that I, I, again, I've just, in the work that I've been doing with my clients, what I've noticed is that we, I don't, I've almost never heard anybody say or acknowledge the significance of their feelings. In fact, I hear, I hear most of the time, just like you, I'm constantly listening to what the dialogue is, like what the words that people are using. And more often than not, people are actually discounting their feelings and saying, well, I'm not sure how I feel about this but I'm going to do this anyway, you know? And so it's almost like we're not even giving ourselves the pause to say, let me t- dial in here. Let me see what feels right for me. Let yep. me recognize where the discord is within myself and ask myself where I need to go. Nurture, really nurture that deeper interconnection mm. and say, from here, where do I need to go? And how is my, my feeling guiding me in that direction you know and i again we're not allowing our, ourselves to tap into that intuition um yeah i think our deeper sense our inner knowing um our highest self if you will always knows the always. direction always knows mm-hmm. the direction but we're not quieting the mind again you're i think that was a beautiful point that you made about you know that the masculine is very much in the mind you know we're not allowing ourselves to still and quiet the mind enough to 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 level down into our bodies, right, into our core where that intuition is sitting, into our gut and say, teach me, guide me, lead me. Right, like we're not allowing ourselves to to really be to tune into that and then trust. And I think that's another thing about really embracing um, this concept of the feminine and letting go of these older structures of how we should be showing up is embracing and leaning into trust and faith that the the inner sense, the inner soul, the inner spirit, whatever people want to refer to that thing is your inner guide, intuition, God, whatever. Right? That trusting that it has your highest good in mind always. And so I think that that is something that, you know, we we haven't really it's a new it's like, again, I think this is like old school terms makes this sound woo woo. Right? like people are like, oh, that's woo woo stuff. And no, it's actually very practical. There's a very practical application to all of this. And it serves, it really does serve, right? Because this is how we were designed. I mean, if we, if we weren't designed, if it wasn't serving us, we wouldn't have been designed to have these, these things, right? Have these um, abilities, right? These capabilities, these powers, if you will, right? So going back to 2018, though, um, I lo- I mean, it was crazy how my mindset, like the way that my mindset shifted. And I literally in November, Cause I, I was really pushing last year and I was in this space of like, okay, I'm launching my business online. I'm show, I'm going to be showing up in the world in this way. I'm going to take full ownership, full responsibility of, of what I'm doing, grow the work, the way it needs to be grown, yada, yada, yada. And I was just like really pushing and it was a hard but successful push, right? Like yep. I, it, it, it was fruitful. My efforts were fruitful, but yep. I ended the year, I would say right around November, I hit a wall so hard, so hard that I was like, this is all I got. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't sustain. And I think this is a really powerful concept of what of sustainability, right? Like coming into balance, like what the way I was showing up the way I was producing one didn't feel in alignment with myself, right? Like I wasn't thinking about myself, I was just thinking about how I should show up in order to create success, generate Mm -hmm. success, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But it wasn't sustainable. And so I hit a wall, and I, I really had to pull back and the The deepest, um, I guess, inner guidance that I had received at that time was to stop, slow, slow down, right? And go in and really just kind of face, like, face the music, right? Really get a sense of, like, okay, what, how do you, instead of saying how should you show up, ask yourself, how do I want to show up? What feels good for me? What feels right for me, right? What is empowering, like you were talking about, is, like, really acknowledging right, where we feel we are and empowering ourselves to show up in that way truthfully, honestly, courageously, you know, and just say, okay, like, I don't have to show up any other way besides the way that feels appropriate for me and nurturing that sense, right, and uh, giving ourselves the opportunity to be authentic. And I think that's the other thing too, is when we're in this, this framework of mass production, right? We yeah. lose that authentic connection, which is what brings us closer to one another. We talk about, you know, we're feeling disconnected from one another, but it's because we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to be authentic to ourselves primarily. So how could we possibly show up authentically to the world? And I know you and I yes. were talking about last year, I know this became incredibly evident to me. And we'll talk about this as we move into the business um, part of this tomorrow. But I started to really see that the disconnectedness that we're experiencing within ourselves manifests itself in business. And people mm-hmm. aren't wanting to engage in this this very like old school way of marketing, right? We were talking about this. Yeah. It's just so again, it's about the numbers. People just kind of feel like they're being run through like their cattle being cattle herded through. A funnel or, you know, again, just like marketing to like the, the lowest, most um, primal instincts that we have, right? Again, it's not a, it's not elevating in any capacity. And I just realized, like, I was like, if that's what business is, I don't want anything to do with it. Aho, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, anyway, I just like, I just feel like, again, connecting with the self, giving ourselves the opportunity to say, how do I want to show up in the world? And then giving yep. ourselves permission to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I invite
0: everyone to do. You know, we've been We've been conditioned to create, um, to understand that our reality is outside of us, but that's the biggest lie anybody could ever tell us that, that our success or our achievement or our happiness or our fulfillment is out there. I will tell you, you continue to search out there. You continue to search out there. You're going to think that the next job or the next car, the next house or the next relationship is going to get you there. You're never going to get there. And I really feel that this is something that's been talked about, but How can we start embodying it? And the way we start embodying it and the moment we start embodying it is the moment we start changing it. And so the way that we can start embodying it is by starting, like you said, to tune into the feelings. How do I feel? And if I don't feel good, what can I do? change yes. and what start change? doing it. And mm. it might be, maybe you've been in a job, you know, for five or six years and you are feeling burnout and you're like, but yeah, I have a family and I have three kids and I have a wife and this is our only, only income. I don't mean go quit your job tomorrow. What I mean <laughs> is how, have, how, how, are you showing up for your, do you have a passion outside your job? Do you have friends outside your job? Do you have what, what like get real about yeah. what, what all aspects of your life, how are you eating? How are you feeding your body? Like just, is your body broke, breaking down? Are you feeling really disconnected? Then start mm-hmm. feeding yourself better. Start with a smoothie in the morning instead of your cereal. Like it's little things that we do that are going to make the biggest difference at the end oh. of the day.
1: I love, 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 love that, and I think also too, like you know get to know yourself if you don't under- yes. if you don't know, I think a lot of people like hate this, the conversations about passion and purpose because they just, it sounds like so big, right? Like it, it's, and also maybe trendy, like people are like, Oh great, this conversation again. But I think the reason the true reason people don't want to be having these conversations or leaning into these conversations is because they just don't know. Right. They're just not yeah. really truly connected with that, with their inner passion, with that sense of purpose. And so if there's any question marks about what it is that you like, Right. What it is like, if you don't know how you feel, if you're not sure what it is that you want, give yourself the opportunity to explore that. Right. To understand, to gain a greater sense of understanding of yourself, to to give yourself the opportunity to play and to 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 be creative and to find what it is that really lights you up. We don't you know, you can wake up in the, wherever you are in your life and say, you know what, I'm not really happy with where I am that's perfectly fine from that space. Like you said, do something, right? Mm-hmm. Take action, Put like push the edge, right? See where you can go, test the limits of, of what you're capable of, try something new. Like, I, you know, it's like, it's almost like at some point I feel people just decide that they're unhappy and then they stop living. Instead, it's like, let you, again, listen to that feeling, right? Tap into that feeling and say, okay, guide me towards happiness. If unhappiness yeah. and lack of fulfillment is what you're feeling Let that feeling guide you towards happiness and fulfillment, right? And Mm. use that, use that to be your guide. Use that, use that as your compass, right? Don't just say, Oh, this is where I'm at and this is how I feel. It's like, okay, well, now show me where to go. Please guide me, right? So I just, I really, really love that. And I think also, too, like, I know you and I both connected on this um, at the end of 2018, was like, All right, we're done to scratch all that. Like, we're done with the push, we're done with like the hard, like, aggression, like, you know, again, super hard into the masculine. And it was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna allow my business to flow through me. Yeah. And just fully authentically, like, let it show up the way that it wants to show up. I'm not going to put myself like, and I don't mean this to say that you don't that we don't show up at all, or that we just kind of say, I'm not going to pursue my work. But it's that I think before I was like, well, I got to be posting x amount of content a day. Right. Or I got to be talking about these types of things, or, you know, I've got to be showing up like this consistently all the time. And it's just like, nah, like I'm just going to allow my business to flow through me instead of yes. me trying to force myself into my business. Yes. You know what I mean, yes.
0: Yeah. And that's for anyone who's listening, anyone, whether you have your own business or not, it doesn't matter. It's like, can, can we get out of our own ways? You know, the biggest yeah. question is can we get out of our own ways? Can we continue to surrender and realize it's not about you? Mm. It was never about you. It's if it was about you, you'd be the only person on this planet. But it's about all of us, you know, it's about, it's about all of us surrendering and realizing that like life is working out for us. And if it's not working Mm. out for us, it's a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift that we can all choose to embody at any point at
1: any time. Yes. I love that. So let's tap into some responsibility and ownership because I feel like this is also something that is, um, is lacking in our culture, right? So huh. um, I've, I've been noticing, um, you know, this just sense of, and I don't know, you know, there's been a lot of blame, uh, like the millennials, how the millennials have been showing up, they're so entitled, they're so this, like trying to point the finger at the millennials as like the millennials are the problem of our culture. And it's like, the reality is, is no, I don't, literally it has zero, um, there's not a single person that I can say there's one age, that they're, only, that they're showing up in this way only, right? Like it's only the millennials that are showing up entitled. I've literally, no matter how old anybody is, I've noticed they all kind of feel entitled and they all kind of feel like the victim, right? Like there's this mm. sense of like, oh, poor me, or oh, like there's nothing I can do. And it's like, wait a second, there's absolutely something that you can do, but you have to position yourself again, allow yourself to shift into your power and to shift into a space where you're looking for solutions and also to take radical responsibility of your life, your happiness and what it is that you want, right? Getting what it is that you want. And so um, I would love to talk about what that looks like, what that feels like when we're shifting into ownership and responsibility for ourselves and for where we're going within our lives.
0: Mm. I love it. I love it. And I just want to reply to Eric. Eric, you're asking about the business world. And uh, tomorrow, if you want some more answers on the business world, tune in tomorrow. We'll be talking a lot more about the business world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So ownership. I cannot, I cannot agree with you more that there's so much uh, blame and victimization. In, in the world today and it's, it's just the same you know there's the, there's the pyramid right It's like villain, superhero, victim right mm. And it's like you don't want to be in any of those in any of those because the right. moment that you're in one of them you're imbalancing the situation and the structure. Mm. And I really feel like you know and if you want to change anything, if you want to change anything, your state of mental health, physical, mental, emotional, your state of well-being, your job, your relationship, you have to turn the mirror towards yourself yes, and ask yourself, yes. what am I doing and how can I take responsibility for everything that has ever happened to me? Yes. And the ego is going to be like, <sighs> ah. but no, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I didn't choose that sexual assault or right. that abuse or that. Right. And that's not my, fa- that's not my fault. Nobody is saying it's your fault, right? Nobody right. is saying it's your fault. There's well, a very
1: big difference. Yes. And I just, to that point, I think people associate that taking responsibility taking responsibility means also taking the quote unquote blame. Yeah. And they're not the same, right? It's nope. not, and it's blame is not about who's to blame here. It's about how can you again, take ownership for where you are and navigate yourself into a more preferred experience, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Powerful words. Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly what you just said. And it's like, the first thing you need to do, if anybody's listening to this, and again, please, we love your shares and yes, share out It resonates, um, is to take a moment to spend time with yourself mm, because if yes. you're so busy yes. wrapped up, whether it's with your family or in your job or in your relationship or whatever, if you're so busy wrapped up in, in or in your community, yes. you're not going to know who the self is and how to differentiate it from what's going on in the external. Yes. Yes. Right. So, Spend time with yourself, get to know yourself, get to know your thoughts, get to know what's going on, journal journal a lot because that's going to tell you, you can have all these thoughts going on in your mind, but they go in one ear and out the other. Mm -hmm. But when you put it down onto paper, all of a sudden you start realizing, I mean, I'm sure this is with you too. One of the most powerful tools that I give any of my coaching clients Mm -hmm. is journal, 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 Mm -hmm. because if you don't put it down on paper, you're not going to really understand yourself. So Mm -hmm. first you have to realize, realize the story you're telling yourself because whether we're aware of it or not, we're all telling ourselves a story and then ask yourselves, is this the story I want to to tell myself (laughs) that I'm fat and I'm ugly and I'm (laughs) depressed and my job sucks and my relationship sucks. What a shitty story to tell yourself. Why don't you choose to tell yourself a different story? And if you're not liking the story, even I used to work with people with autoimmune disease. I was really yeah. involved in the mm. in the wellness field and in the yeah, health so field I. and the nutrition field. And I stepped away from it because I feel like people want to attach to their disease. No matter how many tools I wanted to give them, they like mm. wanted to attach to the fact mm. that they had a disease. Yes. And I was like, whoa, listen, that's not that's not empowering. And no matter how many tools I give you, you're not ready to take responsibility. Again, mm-hmm. it's not your fault you have a disease, but you can do something to change it. But yet, people don't really want to. And so. First thing first, you guys spend time with yourself, go out in nature, go on a weekend trip by yourself, go spend, make a little room in your house where you can meditate or be alone. Do something Yes. and then journal about it and recognize the story you're telling yourself. And then once you have the awareness of self, then you can start to say, okay, is this the person I want to be? Is this the person I want to show up as, and if not, what can I do to change it? Mm,
1: so powerful. So for those of you guys just tuning in, like I think the, I mean that's like an amazing. Those are amazing tips and tools right there. And I think the first tip or t- and tool that we shared earlier was to really dial into the feeling, right? So again. Today, day one is all about the self and connecting powerfully with yourself. When you connect powerfully with yourself, it gives you the opportunity from that space to connect powerfully in every other aspect of your life. So the reason why we structured this the way that we did is because we, we recognize that primarily it start, at first it starts within us right? And then from there, we can talk about how we're showing up in the world within our work, within our businesses, right? Um, Within our professional environment, right? And the relationship or or the lack of relationship that we have with that experience, because I know a lot of people are dissatisfied with that part of themselves or that part of their lives. And so, okay, how can we generate greater connectedness and fulfillment in that capacity? And then on day three, we're going to be talking about as when we're more deeply connected with the self, how we can actually start deepening our connection with one another and in our relationships. So Mm. today, we're really diving into the tools, first the understanding of where the problem lies within ourselves, but then also what the tools are to, again, deepen that connection so we can start living uh, more aligned and more fulfilled. So that first, very first tip that we gave is to understand, tune into your feelings, right? Allow yourself to embrace where you are and, and really come to understand what you feel. We spend a lot of time disregarding what we're feeling or not even tuning in or dialing in and recognizing that there's even discord there to begin with, right? Um, Or maybe we're not really embracing where our happiness is, right? We don't have a sense of knowing what that happiness really is or where where we feel like we're alive and happiest and most uh, energized and empowered. So tap into your feelings. And then just as Amanda um, beautifully articulated right now, spend time with yourself. Ground down, create a, a practice of stillness where you can really settle down into yourself to know and generate self-awareness. If you, aren't, if you spend a lot of time looking outward and find yourself feeling discontent but blaming your outer world, you're in a space of denial, but also you're not, there's no self-awareness there. And there's, from that space, you will never be able to um, move in the direction that you really want to, right? So if you want to mm-hmm. make changes in your life, Right. You want to cultivate that sense of self-awareness because from that space you have the greatest amount of agency, personal agency, which is yes. which is the ability to and the belief that you can impact change in your life. So if you yes. want to generate that sense of agency, right, you want to cultivate self-awareness, but you cannot have self-awareness if you aren't giving yourself the opportunity to still what's happening up in here and level down into where you are within yourself. Again, identifying, like Amanda said, the story that you're telling yourself right? And ask yourself, do I like this story? Am I okay? Am I satisfied? Am I happy? Am I content with the story that I am telling myself right now? And if the answer to that question is no, then you have to ask yourself, what is the story that I want to have instead? And how can I start living into that story? Right? And so I think one of the things that came to me is identity, right? You brought up this identity because we make, we tend to make our problems our identity. And I was in the personal health and you know wellness space for a really long time as well. And I noticed that very same thing. People are identifying with their problems, right? And they're making their problems their identity. And so I think we need to ask ourselves, what is our identity? Who do we want to be? How do we want to identify with ourselves, right? And how do we shift into a better identity for ourselves?
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow, so well said, so well said. You guys, Next. this is, this is like, this is like, this is like coaching live right here. Yeah. This is, this really is coaching stuff. live. You're basically getting some coaching sessions right <laughs> here, right? And, 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 you know, this is there's how we want sh- to, there's a donate. Button, so just <laughs> <laughs> this is how, this is really the, this is the feminine. So just to give you guys, I think an overview, I think this is a really great, you know, a great kind of closing out. And if you guys have questions, please let us, let us know. Yes. Um, but I feel like, you know, this is really, this is what, following our flow and surrendering into Mm. allowing things to happen in our businesses in our personal lives looks like right it's like Natalia and I are having these conversations and we're like so on fire and we're there's so much that's flowing through us. We're like, we need to take this live because Mm. other people are feeling this and wanting to hear this as well. Okay, great. So let's do it. Like, let's do it. Like, let's touch base after we've had our own mental health, like, you know, break and vacations, (laughs) like let's reconnect and see what's awake and alive for us. And let's see when it flows in. And and absolutely, you guys, these are so, so, so foundational. Everything that we've talked about so far, understanding the masculine and feminine, understanding the, the old structures and the old stories about what's going on or what's been going on, understanding why we feel the way we do, and then mm. taking responsibility for it, not shifting blame, and really using this new state of awareness, this new state of understanding for empowering ourselves in the future in order to create better relationships with ourselves and our world and everything that's connected to us on the external yes yeah I feel like this is super 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 powerful wow what a pleasure to
1: be here with you live my goodness and with all of you you guys as well I love you too yeah thank you guys so much for being here before we wrap there's a couple things so one thing um, Nathan earlier he brought this up and I would love just to hear your response to this Amanda so he says if someone is always in their flow and never planning or in the masculine then how can they properly hold space for someone that has balance
0: hmm Hmm. So I love this and I'm thanking you, Nathan, Nathan, isn't it? He actually came to the men's circle last night. He was, he was a new addition to the tribe and he was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, I think that there's a really big, and what Natalia and I are both saying, is we're not saying only be in the feminine, right? Because remember at the beginning of this conversation, I said that the masculine and the feminine are super fundamental and necessary for us to understand their qualities. And like you said, when you're walking down the street and you're in the middle of the night and you're not going to be in your super feminine softness, you're going to want to hold this masculine energy. Mm -hmm. So there's a balance between structure and there's a balance between flow. Mm -hmm. And what I like to do with a lot of my clients is say, set an intention intention. Set an intention, for instance, like you and I did. It was like set an intention for what we want to do. We want to create an open dialogue, a conversation, a channel where people can tune in and can really resonate from some of what's coming through us and moving through us. We obviously had to coordinate a time and a date that would work (laughs) for both of us. Otherwise, it would just be Siri. It would just be, woo. you've met those people (laughs) who are like way up here all the time and they're always talking and saying that they're going to do all the things and then they never end up doing anything. That's way too in the air element, way too maybe even in the flow of element. There's definitely a balance, but we set the intention and then we're like, okay, cool. We're going to set this intention. Let's wait for it to cultivate a little bit. We had a couple conversations. It started to cultivate. We started to get some solidity around what wanted to come through us. And then we set dates and times, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so there is a very big difference. It's not like don't ever plan, but I would invite move with intention and move from feeling.
1: Mm, and that's the big difference instead
0: of moving from logic and like I think this is going to bring me that therefore I'm going to do it
1: right right absolutely and I think it's also again recognizing that you want to leverage the strengths of both energies, right? And so and recognize like going like you said, going into the feeling if you feel disconnected, or if you're not feeling good, or if you're feeling rigid, or you're feeling restricted, right, then that those are your cues. Those are literally yes. your body's giving you cues to shift yes. your energy in the other direction. But if you're feeling over like just kind of like totally disorganized, you know, not planning, not prepared, sort of like kind of foggy and not really sure without any sense of direction, then that is also your cue to shift into the other side, you know? And so it's really allowing that inner, again, that inner compass to guide you in the direction of balance. And really it's about oscillating between the two and not saying parking in one. (laughs) You don't want to park in one, right? You want to oscillate and sway and swing between the two and allow your life to dictate, right? Because your life will tell you, right? Wherever you are in your life will determine how you need to show up. Right. So yeah. where you are in your life will help you determine how you need to show up. And then again, you the way that you know that is by dialing in within yourself and saying, OK, where are my feelings guiding me here? This is the negative feeling that I'm having or the unpreferred feeling that I'm having. So how can I let that guide me into what is more preferred? Right. So it's really like that, again, the sway and the balance between the two. Um And then, so I just want to, I want to read what Mike said. And I I know you're going to love this. He's like, I've watched my wife give birth four times. She channeled some crazy strength, not masculine or feminine, (laughs) just power. And so I think that's beautiful, right? Like that's the thing. Power is power, right? It doesn't have to be one or the other.
0: Mm -mm, mm -mm. it can be it's divine that is divinity Mm. right there just like sex divine union that's divinity what 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 allowed mike for your your wife to be able to to create that Mm. you were a part of that experience from the beginning that was divinity her moving a a being through her body that's Mm. absolutely divine that's incredible Thank you for recognizing that in her and sharing that because it's absolutely beautiful.
1: Oh, Mike is the best. He just adores his wife and just, I mean, it's just, he's guys, Mike Picard. Mm -hmm. if you guys don't know him, you guys need to connect with him. He's literally one of the most amazing people ever. And I think he's got this stuff dialed down too. So if, for those of you men out there who are struggling with these concepts, I think, uh, Mike would also be a good person to talk to. Um, Last point that I wanted to bring up, because I think that this is something really important, especially, again, in terms of connecting with the self, and we'll wrap it up, is leaning into pain. Um, I wrote this down in our notes of acknowledging the pain point. Um, And I think that what happens is, again, because we're not tuning into our feelings, um, we're not recognizing or even allowing ourselves to feel the pain of where we are. Mm. And I think that if we give ourselves permission, there's truth in pain. Right. And wholeness, like in wholeness, if that's, if that's the direction that we're all leaning towards, we want to go, we want to find wholeness within ourselves. We need to go in, but we also, we need to recognize that the only way out is through, right? Yes. And so leaning into the pain, is there anything, I don't know if there's anything you want to say, because I know you've been, I think in your space, you see a lot of that, right? A lot of pain, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: I think, I mean, for the main thing for the men, I would just have to say the only thing that's wanting to come through right now, of course is for anyone, but We train the men, you know, pain, no pain, no gain, especially. Mm -hmm. And and I was just having a conversation with uh, a man yesterday um, who was talking about, you know, we were sharing this idea of like, for instance, if there's, if if a man has a cold or if there's a skin issue or a physical pain, oftentimes he's not going to go to the doctor. He's going to just push it down. "Ah, It's Mm -hmm. whatever. It's just a skin thing. It'll go away. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. It is a big deal. Yeah. Because what it is, is your body trying to tell you something. Yes, And so, so it's, and, and if you don't have the answers of like skin issues, I've, I studied gut health for many years and, and toenail fungus, like those things are an internal problem. It's an mm. imbalance that you may be experiencing a symptom, whether it's a skin issue or toenail fungus or back pain or whatever it is. But really what it is, is it is, is your body trying to communicate you and let you know like, Hey something's not right, mm-hmm. I need you to pay attention to me. Yes. And oftentimes what happens is we ignore it. And this is for all people across the board, but I, I feel like it's more predominant in men because women, we, we, our, our primary communication is I feel. We're much right. more in our f- feeling body than yes. men. But it's like Really allow yourself to drop into the pain and acknowledge it and, and, and from that place, learn to connect with it and see what it wants to tell you. And you might not have those answers and if you don't have those answers or you're, you haven't been guided enough into the space to begin to listen to your intuition, get a coach or get someone who can help guide you and can help you refine yourself, you know? And so, i think i think that's really big is just just yes exactly what you said allow the the pain to be this channel through which you can really learn to see what is what's mm. wanting what where am i being guided right now instead yeah. of pushing it down and taking a an aspirin or taking a, a pepto-bismol or whatever it is that people take yes. and that's something like the medical industry in general it really separates us from ourselves. it really 100%. puts all of our awareness into the hands of other people who don't know you as well as you know, maybe they've studied a lot, but ultimately you know you better than anyone else. Mm. And if you're just given the permission and the power to tune into that, you'll be amazed at what you might be able to find.
1: Yes. I love that. And so anytime guys just last, I would say last tip of the day or the, this for this talk is that anytime you are suppressing your pain, right? Literally anytime you are, are preventing yourself from feeling and sinking into that pain, you are suppressing yourself right? You are literally pulling yourself away from understanding the truth of where you are, like where you are within yourself, what the pain is trying to teach you and guide you into greater understanding of what is best for you, right? And so you want to give yourself permission. And it starts with just a little bit of courage to feel that pain, know that you are strong enough to overcome that pain, right? And that if you can lean into it, it, the pain won't be temporary, right? But if the more you suppress it, the more you disconnect from yourself, right? So we always, again, we're taught that like, that suppressing pain is an attribute of strength. And it's actually, while it does demonstrate strength in some way, it's actually toxic to who to who you are, right? And so then it manifests itself in other forms. And that's the thing is that pain, if you try to suppress it will continue to manifest itself in your life in some capacity, whether it is physical or external, right? Like within yourself within your body or in your external environment, right? It's going to continue to pop up until you face it. Right, So the sooner you face it, the sooner you will overcome it, and then also the more connected you will be as you allow yourself to lean into that to yourself, right? You will be more connected to yourself and it will guide you towards the true destination, right? The true destination. And I think the last point that Amanda said it was super powerful is that external symptoms are a reflection of your internal environment, right? And so that is true on the physical level, right? The, The external symptoms are an internal problem. Right. But it's also true, um, I would say, in the sort of like spiritual kind of like physical, you know, metaphysical aspect, if you will. Right. So what is happening in your external world around you where those external problems are a reflection of an internal problem. Right. So go in. Wholeness is in. Right. The way that you experience yourself wholly is to look within yourself. And then from that space shift, change the story, change the identity. Right. And then move into the direction that your feelings are guiding you. So
0: Mm, so juicy. Gosh, this is amazing.
1: This is only part one, you guys. We got a whole (laughs) two more episodes
0: coming up, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be talking about business. So now that we've connected with self, now we're going to connect with our businesses, how we're showing up professionally in the world, um, how we're connecting uh, through our businesses with the people that we're trying to serve, and uh, how how our businesses can start to be a representation and reflection of who we are right? Um, And how we can just feel more fulfilled in that capacity. So super excited to to dive into that with you tomorrow as well. Me too. And you guys,
0: we're going to be going live. I'm going to be introducing, we're doing this kind of like, we're both wanting to introduce each other to each other's communities. And although I know some of my communities here and I know your communities here and either way you're going to get exposed. But tomorrow I'm going to be hosting and really inviting Natalia for more questions on my page. So it'll be the same thing, same time, just on my page. You guys will be able to see us because if you follow us, we'll be live either way. But just so you guys know that. Um, I'm really
1: excited. I'm really I excited. Know. This has been amazing. Thank you amazing so much. Part one. Thank you so much. Oh my God. I appreciate you so much. I love you. You're amazing. And I will see, I love all of you and we'll see you guys tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you guys okay, so much. Thanks. Adios. Bye. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on driven for purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.